welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Let's say a word of prayer. Our Father, we say thank you for you have brought us here again to your presence to be blessed by you. We are grateful for your love, for your kindness, for your faithfulness of our lives. Lord, we know that nobody can do these things that you have done in our lives but you. If there is any sin that we our prayers, we ask that you forgive us in the name of Jesus. Lord, wash us clean with your blood. The ability to go and sin no more grant unto us in Jesus' name. Dear God, we say that you will open up your word to us today. Help us to learn from you, O Lord, today. We say thank you for your answer our prayers, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Welcome once again to this episode of the podcast. Today we are going to be learning from the book of John chapter 6, verse 60-60. to 71 John chapter 6 verse 60 to 71 Before we go on to read the text for today I want to quickly mention that in the previous episode we considered the previous verses and we see what happened there Jesus was telling them that you must eat my flesh and drink my blood if you want to have eternal life and the people were like, ah, what is this that this man is saying? Eat my flesh and drink my blood. How can he say that is the one that came from from heaven? Is the bread come down from heaven? Isn't that Joseph his father? Isn't that Mary his mother? Ah, ah, didn't we grow up together? How can he now be saying that he came from heaven? Ah. You know, it was it was really difficult for them, for the Jews now to to understand what Jesus was saying and in in verse 58 Jesus said that this is the bread that came down from heaven it is not like manna your ancestors ate and they died the one who eats this bread will live forever you know the whole purpose of manna in the wilderness back then was that they would not die that they would have something to sustain them at least physically and for a while that manna did sustain them but they still died but Jesus is saying that I am the eternal bread that will truly satisfy you and that will quench your hunger forever as I was meditating on this verse again after the episode yesterday I realized that food bread for instance is first for sustenance before pleasure food is first for sustenance before pleasure you know only somebody that has eaten and fed well can say oh I, I want to eat food that tastes well if you have not eaten if you have not fed well if for you eating is a matter of life and death let's say you have not eaten for the past 10 days now for instance for you eating is a matter of life and death that food that you are eating at that point is not necessarily about the taste it is about 
staying alive and this was what jesus was saying he was crying out he was giving them a vivid representation that if you do not eat my flesh and drink my blood you will not live you will die and we also mentioned that it 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 spoke also about his death because it it is only by his death that we would see his blood and that his flesh would be pierced for us isn't it amazing what god has done for us that is also why we take communion because we remember what he has done for us so in a way figuratively we take part in his blood and in his flesh by the bread and the wine so very quickly today let's go to verse 60 to 71 i read therefore when many of his disciples heard this they said this teaching is hard who can accept it jesus knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this asked them does this offend you then what if you were to observe the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? The Spirit is the one who gives life. The flesh doesn't help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. But there are some among you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who did not believe and the one who would betray him. He said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted to him by the Father. From that moment, many of his disciples turned back and no longer accompanied him. So Jesus said to the twelve, You don't want to go away too, do you? Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom will we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the only one of God. Jesus replied to them, Didn't I choose you, the twelve? Yet, one of you is a devil. He was referring to Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, one of the twelve, because he was going to betray him. May the Lord bless you of his word. So we see the reading there and we see quite a number of things that we can learn from so we'll just pick out some of the insights together starting from verse 60 <laughs> quite interesting verse 60 and quite plain you know the bible doesn't hide these things from us the bible is a very real book the bible speaks gives accounts of human beings very very real <laughs> here in verse 60 the bible says that therefore when many of his disciples heard this they said, this teaching is hard, who can accept it? This teaching is hard, who can accept it? Hmm. This teaching is hard, who can accept it? They were shocked by the statement of Jesus. How would you say that we should eat your flesh and drink your blood? Like they were literally offended. And it, it perplexed them. It's... It put them in an uncomfortable position. Isn't that also true for when we hear the word of God? When you go to church on a Sunday and the word of God challenges you out of your out of your sin and sickness and darkness. 
isn't it also shocking to us when when god breaks through our hearts to tell us something to to pass across a message to us now we see that the people actually misunderstood the statement of jesus they misunderstood what he was trying to say because jesus was not actually trying to say that he will give them his physical flesh and his physical blood as we know in scripture jesus uses parables so many times jesus uses metaphors so many times so they were supposed to get a deep spiritual understanding from that word that jesus said but they could not bear it they could not understand it you know the bible says that for instance now too if we also read the word just at the face of it just for face value just for what the letter says the bible says the letter killeth but the spirit giveth life this is why we must always ask god god open up your word to me i'm about to study your word again lord please open it up to me lest you be offended lest we be like these ones that were offended that said that this teaching is hard because there are things inside the word of god that will challenge us there are things inside the word of god that we will not understand if the spirit does not give us understanding so we see that their response was carnal their response was human jesus was speaking in spirit yet their response was carnal we also see that jesus said to his disciples does this offend you also and then jesus gave them other other examples that <laughs> what if you now see me ascending in glory what would that do to you and we see the varying response of different disciples in verse 66 the bible says that from that moment many of his disciples turned back and no longer accompanied him so jesus actually lost some of his disciples at this word jesus actually lost some of his disciples at these things that he was saying because they could not bear it they could not understand it they could not stay how would they stay with the man that is saying that he will give them flesh and blood to eat not bread and tea flesh and blood they want to eat bread and tea he's saying that you give them flesh and blood uh-uh. how does it relate so they turn back from following him why are we following god you know we've been asking that question over and over again what is our motivation what is our passion we see that this crowd they sought jesus earnestly i think at the beginning of this chapter they sought him with all their hearts because they wanted to eat bread because they wanted to have bread but now that jesus was telling them that don't labor for bread that will perish but i will give you my flesh to eat and my blood to drink they didn't bother to to understand what jesus was really speaking about the question is why do i follow jesus too why do i follow jesus and i want to ask a question another question what is the significance of walking away from jesus you know there are points in our lives where we don't understand what god is saying to us here we don't understand what jesus is saying to us we are like jesus i need this look at the story of lazarus for instance there's that story 
of Lazarus in the Bible where Mary and Martha, his sister, sent for Jesus and told him that the one you love is dead, is dying, is sick. Please come quickly so that you can heal him. Then what did Jesus do? Jesus started again another two days. And by the time Jesus would get to that place, Lazarus was already dead four days. Four days. And the, the beautiful thing about that story is the submission of Mary and Martha to Jesus. You know, they came to Jesus and they said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. They didn't come to Jesus to blame Jesus or to crucify Jesus for, for not being around. They were just sincerely shocked. They didn't understand why Jesus didn't come earlier. But they said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. I guess somebody is also saying that today, Lord, if you had been here, I would not have fallen sick. Lord, if you had been here, my dad would not have died. Lord, if you had been here, this cancer would not have happened. Lord, if you had been here, I would not have failed this exam. Lord, if you had been here, I, I don't understand what is going on in my life anymore. Are you here with me? Somebody's asking that question this morning. And what I just want to let us know is that we must trust God. There's that place for faith. You know, faith doesn't only happen when we believe, sorry, when we understand everything that God is asking us to do. I'm sure Abraham didn't understand why God was saying, bring your son, the son of promise. But yet he did. We must have that firm belief in Jesus that just like Job said, there was that man Job in the scriptures that went through a lot of trials and tribulations and after all was said and done, after the devil took everything, everything from him, his health, his wealth, his children, the, the mind of his wife, after the devil took everything away from him, Job still said, even if you slay me, still. I will trust you Lord that should be our testament that nothing is going to make us to back down from following Jesus now we see that Jesus also speaks about the loyalty of his disciples he says would you leave me too would you also turn back from me too he looked at the twelve and said do you also want to go away like these other ones have done I think Jesus is asking us the same question today. You know, you have come to me, you didn't see what you expected. You expected that, oh, once you come to me, I will give you tea, bread, I will make the economy sweet for you, I will make everything just beautiful and rosy. But now you see that sometimes you still struggle with things, sometimes you still, it still feels like God is far, sometimes it still feels like, ah, what is this that Jesus is telling me to do? Jesus is saying, will you also leave me too? And finally, we see that Jesus said something crucial. He said in verse 70, he said, Didn't I choose you twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. And he was referring to Judas there. We all, most of us know the story of Judas Iscariot, the one that betrayed Jesus. 
And at this point, Judas was still part of the twelve. Nobody knew that he would betray Jesus, but Jesus already knew. You know, we have said it over and over again that Jesus knows the intent of our hearts. Jesus knows what is deeply rooted in our hearts. So the question here for us is that, as we have asked before, why do I seek God? Why do I seek God? Let's say a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for the privilege to come before you this day. We are grateful and thankful because you have made us your children. Lord, we pray that you open up this word to us. You open up this word in our hearts more than we have even spoken today. At the end of the day, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.